Hey, this is Jess. And this is Trevenia. This is the podcast, Why Does No One Tell You? Where we talk about all the things that we're learning as first-time moms that no one talks about or told us about. Hey guys, welcome back to Why Does No One Tell You? Mm, we're back. We're back. <laughs> uh, oh, good. Oh, we're talking about sleep today, right? Uh, specifically finding a bedtime routine. Mm. So we had talked about sleep previously. Yeah. Um, but it was more about like sleep in general. But this is like finding a bedtime routine. Mm-hmm. So why is this so difficult? Um, <laughs> Like it shouldn't be that hard, right? I I actually don't. I didn't find it that hard oh, for, okay. for me. I didn't mean that like, <laughs> oh, you're, uh-huh. I'm just saying, because I, I did a lot of research before because I was yeah. like, you, well, you do, that is, you do a lot of research. I, I, yeah. I try. Mm-hmm. I did. That's good. And because uh, my husband is very data driven. So it's like, if I don't <laughs> have, have the, the data to I show. do. If I don't have the data to show <laughs> him, then uh, in his words, then it's not real. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know, but knowing your husband. <laughs> It makes a lot of sense. It does. He's, I mean, that's why he's good at what he does. It is. That's true. He's not going to make a decision. Right. Yeah. He's very, it's very like, give me the facts. Yeah. Show me the data. I don't want to say if it's not, if you don't, you don't have the data, then it's not real. But at the same time, like he won't be convinced if he doesn't see the data. Yeah. So I did a lot of research. Nice. I do a lot of research because I I need to. Mm -hmm. But for me, um, I had followed taking care of babies. Yeah. Um, I used that for like nap time and stuff too. But like also um, she had a lot of like tips and tricks for a bedtime routine. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I did a lot of her stuff. But I think the reason why I found that it wasn't as difficult for as it is for others is because I made the conscious decision to not uh, fret over it. If that oh, makes sense. That does. I like that. Like I, saying the word fret. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. it's like, I, it, it was hard sometimes to like not freak out or worry or like be like, mm-hmm. why is that this working? But like, it, it, it was a, like a conscious effort. Like, okay, I'm just, it is what it is. We're going to do what we're going to do. Whatever we decide is going to turn out the way it's going to turn out. <laughs> but taking care of babies <laughs> does say to start a bedtime routine when they're newborns. So like even if you don't know what How it's gonna old be is a newborn. Is that fresh out month? the womb? Fresh out the oven. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um she says that newborns are zero to three months. After wow. three months they're not newborns anymore, they're babies. So you start infants. a bedtime routine as soon as you can. I think we started yes. with Isaac at two weeks. Just for our sanity. Yes, but see, that's what I needed. What a I exactly. needed some consistency, something. Exactly. And she does yeah. say, too, that the sooner you start, the easier, easier it will be as they get older because yeah. it will be all they know. So as a newborn, um, she, she does say to bathe them every night. One, because it's a good idea. But two, she said that bathing them – literally triggers in their brain bedtime like Uh, it it differentiates bedtime sleep apart from all other types of sleep so like you don't give them a bath before now right yeah so um and two like it helps 
that like if you're traveling or if you're in an unfamiliar place yeah. and it's bedtime, if they get their bath, then they know, okay, they have the time. consistency. Exactly. Yeah. So, but as far as everything else, like, um, like whether you read a book or sing a song mm-hmm. or like do like a little wind down game, like yeah. that honestly is all up to you as the parent. I had a friend asking me what we did for bedtime routine and she asked how we came to it. And honestly, it just kind of developed. Really? So okay. what we do now that he's over a year, his bedtime routine is we go upstairs. I may or may not let him read before the bath. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, I take him up to give him some time to be in the nursery a little bit before we just like jump into bath time. So maybe like, two or three minutes. Yeah. And then I'm like, okay, let's get ready for, um, your bath. So then we do the bath. Um, he plays in the bath for a little bit. Sometimes it's a five minute bath. Sometimes it's a 10 minute bath. It's just depends depends on him. And then after that, um, I'll do the ointment on his body and put him in PJs. Mm -hmm. And then, um, depending on how much time is left based on, whatever happened leading up to that point, we, I'll either let him um, go in his reading tent. I put a little reading tent up for him. Does he, he love it? Loves it. That's a oh great my idea. gosh. So do you know that love every gym? Yes. Yeah. Somebody get yes. So somebody gifted mm-hmm. it to us. I bet he would. And it came with like a little tent cover. Oh my God. And so it's supposed to be for like developmental like activity yeah. things, but I set it up as like a little, like little, like, like the tent, right? Like but I put thing. it in the corner of his nursery and he will go in there and he'll read books in there and he has his stuffed animals in there and he'll just like sit in there and just like wind down and chill out. That's his, it's called love, love, love every, yeah, love, okay, yeah, love every, okay. and they have a play gym. It's like a, yeah. it's supposed to be good for them from when they're newborns all the way until huge whenever they're done with it, I guess. But um, it came with like a little cover. So I put the cover over it and I made it, I was like, oh, well, let's, because we weren't using it as the gym anymore. Yeah. And I didn't want to just like not, I, I, I just, I felt like it had more purpose than just putting it away. Right. So it's like, oh, let me make a little reading tent. And he loves it. He loves it. He uses it. Tent. So like after his bath, after he's a great idea. had the ointment on his body and uh, PJ's on, I'll like set him down. He goes straight to the tent. Sometimes he reads a book. Sometimes he plays with his stuffed animals in there. Sometimes he'll just so sit in there cute. and just talk. But it's like the whole point of the bedtime routine is the winding down part. Okay. So like yeah. don't do anything super active right before bedtime because that'll just – Trigger. Like, yeah. Uh, what's the word? Charge them up. Right? Yeah. <laughs> they need to wind down. So they need to decompress. Um, so that's what we do now. When he was a newborn, we pretty much just did the bath. We didn't do like lotion or ointment or anything because I had seen research that like yeah. because their skin is sensitive, you you're not to. supposed to put anything on their skin before six months. Yeah. So we didn't do any of that. But um, he also, it was like, um, cause I did follow the taking care of babies. So like I did like when he was first born, it was pretty much just like sleep whenever you can sleep. We still did do like the bath time part because I wanted him to get used to that. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had like those little baby baths that you put in the bath. Mm. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what we did. And then as he got older, 
he started to have more uh, defined sleep Mm -hmm. times. Like it started to turn into more of like a nap time and a bedtime type of thing. Um, And then he was getting to the point where he was sleeping for like a good seven, eight hour stretch at night. Oh, wow. Um, And yeah, so... I mean, it just kind of developed. Do you think the bedtime routine, like, was super important? Like, was the foundational for... I think it goes back to what you said. It was more for our sanity than it (laughs) would, I think. But I think it also attributes to a routine for him. Like, I think it helps. Yes. But I think for us, the the whole bedtime routine thing as parents, it's... it's, uh, Easier is not the word I'm looking for. It... It just helps mm-hmm. us as the parents. It, yeah, it definitely did. Especially in those early months. Because I, I, I have, like personally, as an adult, I have a strict bedtime routine. Yeah. Whereas like uh, my husband, he could fall. He used to be able to just fall asleep <laughs> anywhere. Wow. Without like doing anything. But I have to have like a, you know, you brush your teeth. There's like a, yeah. all these steps to yeah. get there. And, um, it, it's part of, I guess, now that I have a, a son, I'm like, oh, it's triggering my mind that it's time for bed. It helps me to wind down. Right. And the decompression of like yeah. everything that's happened from the day. That's right. You're kind of train training, I guess is the word them of like, as they get older and become more independent and then become adults, like, yeah. not saying that people who don't have bedtime routines don't have good sleep, but it's just like. It kind of sets you up. It gives them, yeah, for success. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. And then it also, it helped having the bedtime routine way in the morning. Um, or way in the morning. Way in the early months of oh. having <laughs> Isaac. I was like, oh, morning. That doesn't make sense. It, in the early months because it just, you don't even know what is happening in your world so to have that consistency of like okay it is time for bed even though he co-slept with me it still was nice to have some sort of routine so that's a good question with Mm -hmm. you co-sleeping so how did bedtime routine work for you guys since like did you go to bed when he went to bed or was it like actually I did yeah okay um it was super nice uh I really enjoyed that actually because we would still eat uh, like dinner looked very different. Like you're just wolfing it down (laughs) and then Rob's feeding Isaac uh, like a a bottle. And then uh, my husband would still give him his bath and uh, get him into his PJs. And while Rob did that with Isaac, I myself got a chance to take a shower and have my like 20 minutes to wind down. So then Isaac would then come to bed and I would go to sleep too. Nice. Yeah. So, I mean, some nights I didn't want to go to bed at, you know, 6.30 PM. Yeah. (laughs) But, um, I would still just be in bed with Isaac and he would fall asleep and I would read a book or something for like an hour. I really enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, That sounds nice. It was nice. It did. I didn't work um, as much during those times uh, because typically I would work after Isaac goes to sleep now. Mm-hmm. But 
back then you're still, I still dealt with the guilt. Like, Mm. am I, I, there's so much to do, Yeah. but I know that actually one of my friends told me this. She was like, this is not going to last. Like it's going to be done in like a few months. Yeah. And she was absolutely right. So I really enjoyed that uh, time, that extra time to just go to sleep at that time. You saying that is interesting. I'm reading this book um, right now, and there's a character. She's a mom, and she had mentioned in the book, she said, the days are long, but the years are short. And yeah. I was like, dang. <laughs> I get that. Yeah. I think all moms get it, actually. They really understand the concept of time. Yeah. Whenever. And it's not even the like the clock. It's just, I don't right. know what it is. Yeah. Like what really time yeah something else as you were talking you had mentioned rob giving isaac the bottle i did forget um when he was a newborn breastfeeding was part of the bedtime routine yeah they um taking care of babies though she does say that as they get older and you're trying to wean them from Mm -hmm. like that nighttime feeding um to put the breastfeed toward the beginning of the routine as opposed to like right before bed. Yeah. That way they don't associate breastfeeding with, Oh, that's, I need that to to sleep. sleep. Yeah. Um, and they say, well, they is taking care of babies, but she, I'll say she, (laughs) she, (laughs) she invented it. Anyway. So she was saying that like, as you're trying to wean them off of that bedtime feed, yeah, put it earlier and earlier and earlier in the routine. And then once it's earliest in the routine, make it shorter and shorter and shorter until they just don't need it anymore. Yeah. So I found that, that pretty helpful. That was helpful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Cause so. you're right. You're at the beginning there. You're just, you're whatever. You're, yeah. If you're breastfeeding or bottle feeding, you're feeding them right before they go to sleep. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she did say too that when they're younger, sometimes it helps to warm the towel with um, before you take them out of the bath. Okay. So she said to like throw it in the dryer. Not dishwasher. Dryer. I don't yeah. say dishwasher. <laughs> the dryer for a couple of minutes, um, maybe like while you're bathing them. Mm-hmm. I mean, because when they're small like that, literally you're basically just wiping them down. Like you're not yeah, even you're really not using like body so wash or anything. Yeah. And you're barely, like, you're washing their hair, but it's, like, I think it's, like, twice a week at the most frequent because mm-hmm. you don't want to dry out their skin or anything. Yep. So um, she said that if they have trouble transitioning from the tub to, like, the rest of the evening to, like, use, like, warm a towel, do, like, a warm towel. Yeah. We didn't have to do that. I don't know if that's just because Atlas was, like, fine with it, fine with it yeah. or if – Maybe it would have helped. I don't know. We just didn't do it. <laughs> Not for any reason. We just didn't. <laughs> what is interesting are the benefits of a bedtime routine. Um, what I am curious about is for uh, like looking at it from a from a baby's bedtime. The benefits of a bedtime routine for a baby is that they're able to fall asleep quicker, quick quicker, have fewer night wakings, and are more consistent sleepers. I don't know if any of that is true, honestly. If from I mean, a baby, I mean, well, like, like I said, because 
I mean, as we, as he got older and we continued to have that routine, I mean, he yeah. did get to like a seven, eight hour stretch at night at like four months. So, oh, wow. and then he got sick and it destroyed his sleep and we had to opt for sleep <laughs> training, but it, um, it really did though. He went yeah. from getting seven to eight hours of sleep. He was waking every 30 minutes. I remember you telling me yes. that. And so it got to the point where I was like, we need to do something. So we did do the taking care of babies sleep training program. And ever since then, it was good. I mean, he sleeps through the entire night, like no problems. Wow. Even if he gets to bed late, I mean, he's, but it could also, I think part of it too is like, yes, the routine is good. And yes, the routine is probably beneficial, but I think it also does too depend on the child. Yeah, that's very so. Like true. Atlas has been great with it, but I've heard from other moms. But then again, I don't know what their routine is like. Maybe they don't have one that their kid is like four and still struggles with sleep. So I don't mm. know if it is that because they didn't have a, a routine mm-hmm. when they were when their from baby the was small, like from yeah. the beginning. Is it the the child's personality? Is it yeah. the family there's routine? A lot of is it like you know? There's a lot. Yeah, absolutely. That and goes for, into it for toddlers. The benefits are that. Bedtime routines are shown to lead to longer, less disrupted nighttime sleep, which kind of indicates what you were saying. Bedtime routines can help reduce tantrums, and they're associated with improved emotional regulation and positive temperament. I feel like that's accurate because yeah, I, I feel like I feel like Atlas has all that because like yeah. when he's getting his sleep he's like he's way he's great easier. like he loves it right. when he doesn't get as much sleep he's cranky he's mm-hmm. sad he's you can't figure out what's going on, but something's going on. Uh-huh. What I think is funny mm-hmm. is that it leads even into adulthood because studies have shown that a consistent bedtime routine can lead to better sleep quality, improved mood, and increased productivity. That sounds like what I just read in Toddler World. Yeah, yeah. and I could see too because you say you have a, a, bed, a bedtime routine, mm-hmm. and I would say all of those things attribute to you. Like, you always seem in a good mood. Well, yeah. I mean, of course, uh, like, right. aside from, okay. like, <laughs> extenuating circumstances, yeah, exactly. but, like, you always seem in a pretty good mood, and, like, yeah. you're, like, super productive. <laughs> like, the I, the amount of things that you do, I'm just, like, I do not know how she does it. <laughs> well, it's because I'm not doing it, but I have a village behind me. Well, right? true. But then yeah. I think about it. Me, I don't really have a bedtime routine. I'm like, when I'm tired, I go to bed, mm-hmm. boom, done, right? It's not, I mean, yeah, I brush my teeth and stuff, but yeah. it's not like I'm like, okay, at this, like, it's the time for bed. Down. I need to start winding down. Yeah. And I need to do this. And like, I'd like to say, maybe I, you should try it. I should try it. I'm week. going to yeah. because, like, find what works for you. Yeah. Like, my mood, I don't know if it's a, I mean, but I can say that, like, I know when I get more sleep, I feel better. But I feel oh, like yeah. that's anybody. Right. <laughs> but as far as productivity, I mean, we did talk about about how hard it is to be consistent. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know absolutely there's other vari- variables yeah. involved with that. But, like, I wonder if maybe I would be more productive if I did start a bedtime routine and was like, okay. But you'll have to define what productivity means for Ooh. you at first. We've... I've had this conversation actually with my team because productivity can mean like you're checking things off a list, right? Like Uh what you typically think of, or there's another form of productivity where it's not quantifiable. It's the, uh, could be you reading a book because that gives you energy. But like things that you're doing. That's right. Even though it's not like, 
oh, I have to get this done, right. but like just so that you're not like sitting on the couch all day long. Yeah, is that it's, what you mean? Yeah, it's things that are giving you energy as opposed to draining you. I would say those are productive things. Wow, mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah, yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah, it kind of puts the pressure off. Yeah, but it also makes me think too with the bedtime routine because I've noticed recently – most recently, I should say. Yeah. It's been happening for a while now that I think about it, but I've noticed most recently my mind when I lay down at bed is just like, is it going? You need a wind down routine. And that's what yeah. I'm saying. Maybe I do yeah. need a bedtime routine because like you I'm do. I'm tired, Yeah. but I'm laying there and all I have going on in my head is just like thoughts of just like, oh, I need to get this done. Oh, this needs to get done tomorrow. Oh, I need to do this. I need to remember that. Oh, yeah. I should have done this today. Oh, maybe I should have done that differently. And it's like <laughs> just like my mind is just yeah. like all like yeah. – and I don't know how long it takes me to fall asleep. I just know that I fell asleep yeah. with my mind running. Okay. Like, you know, yeah. so I wonder if – Well, think about like huh. a, a car – when you come to a stoplight, you don't just hit the brake. True. You like come slowly to a stop. That's true. Yeah. And imagine like for kids and babies, right? Like they don't have any reference point. Like literally mm-hmm. they just came into this world. Right. Like you are their reference point, right? Yeah. So it's like I, I can see how the bedtime routine would be so helpful mm-hmm. for them. Absolutely. And setting them up for, like you said earlier, setting them up for success. Yeah. Or to just be um, happier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Bedtime routines are super important. Yeah. Yeah. As far as the finding a bedtime routine, though, yeah. I would say find one thing that is non-negotiable. This is what I told my friend. Oh, that's a good Find advice. one mm-hmm. thing that is non-negotiable that, like, no matter where you are, no matter whose house you're in, no matter what happened that day like when it's time for bed like that is the one thing that is consistent Mm -hmm. that way it triggers in their brain oh and that it's also different from well maybe not necessarily different from nap time but like something that distinguishes like okay it's time to wind down it's time to like for example we're going to be traveling for the holidays yes right oh yeah so um, or even just travel in general, like mm-hmm. not even just for holidays, right? You're going to be in an unfamiliar place with not, maybe familiar or unfamiliar people, right? Yep. And if they're going to be out during bedtime mm-hmm. or not in their regular environment during bedtime, like they need something that tells them yep. it's time for bed. Mm-hmm. So I would recommend finding that one thing that's non-negotiable, mm-hmm. that it's like, that's the thing you do every time it's time for bed, whether nothing else for a bedtime routine happens. That's the one thing that does that can kind of like trigger yep. bedtime for them. Yes. And then as far as everything else, like it'll fall into place. It'll fall. It will. Yeah. It really does fall into place. Like mm-hmm. you don't have to do it all. I would say that too. You yeah. don't have to do it all. Yeah. <laughs> but find what works find- for your kid. Yes. And for you as a family, right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you recommend? I think time. that's a good having the one thing as like your guide point and then the rest of it kind of can be whatever. I mean, when we, we traveled um, outside of the country this year and we did have the one thing, which was we still gave him a bath, even though his bath was in like a bucket, literally yeah. a bucket. Uh, it still signaled to him that this is bedtime and his PJs were on and, um, it was, it was still. 
working. That's the, actually, you talking about that, that reminds me, taking care of babies actually did recommend too, that like, um, like being, like if you're going to be out, but going back home, but you won't get back home until after they're already supposed to be asleep to like take PJs and some things mm-hmm. to wash them if you can, where they're going to yeah. be. So for example, we visited, um, our, my sister-in-law yeah. and we had dinner with her, but we were going to be there when it was like around Late. time for bed. Mm-hmm. So we took bedtime stuff like yep. PJs. We, we bathed him at her house, mm-hmm. put him in PJs. He fell asleep on the way home. So all we had to do was take him from the car seat and put him in bed. Yeah. It we didn't have to worry easier. about waking him up to give him a bath uh. and then trying to get him back to sleep again. Yeah. And then it, it did help. Mm-hmm. I thought that was also a good, that's a good advice. Yes. Agreed. But yeah, I enjoy bedtime routines. Mm-hmm. Anyways, we're going to keep asking, why, why does no one tell you? you?